Making those final arrangements after the death of a loved one is never easy, hampered even more by the trauma and cloud of grief. Randy with Stokes, Proc and Munt and the Cremation Society tells us funeral directors are experienced and their goal is to facilitate your healing. Because when there's a death, it's traumatic to most people. So we're dealing with their acute grief. One of our roles is to comfort them and, you know, and give them order where there's disorder because they don't know what to do. They're in shock, they're numb, and they need somebody to lead them down the right path. And for the most part, that's what funeral directors do or try to do. Sometimes people know what they want, but they don't always know what they need. And that's us to give them options. Randy and the folks at Stokes, Proc, and Munt, along with the Cremation Society, are available to answer any of your questions, including pre-planning your arrangements. Check them out online and on social media. Hey, Pleasant. Hello, everyone. This is Blue Gold Banter, our chance to reset what is going on with the various Eau Claire Blue Gold's athletic teams. And as we sit here in the middle of January, you've got... Some teams that are still eyeballing NCAA tournament berths down the way. You've got others that are merely jockeying for conference seating. And, and not to downplay that by using the term merely because winning the conference crown, don't ever take that for granted. You get to hang a banner. You get a championship ring in some cases. So it's not uh, poo-poo winning a conference crown even if in uh, some cases it does not automatically bring with it an NCAA tournament berth. So we got lots to get to here. We'll start off with women's basketball and the Blue Gold women's basketball team coming into what will be a very sweat-inducing stretch over the next week and that'll start. We're, we're dropping this on Wednesday, January 19th. Over the next week they're going to play Four games, four games in seven days. Uh, that is because uh, you're going to say you're gonna, the reason for that is they're going to have a makeup of a game that was snowed out earlier this season uh, next Monday. So hence the reason they've got four games in seven days as opposed to what would typically be uh, three games over the course of a seven day period. Uh, so four games, and we'll talk a little bit about that here in a moment, but the Blue Gold women's basketball team coming into this stretch on the heels of what could best be described as a gritty victory on Saturday at Lacrosse. It was not pretty, but a win is a win. They won 53-48, to a game in which they, they had the lead, for pretty much the entire game once you got to the end of the first quarter. And a couple of times looked like they had the game in hand with leads of about 8 or 9 or 10, but but could never deliver the knockout blow as the offense again continues to struggle for the Blue Goal women's basketball team. Touch on that in a moment. How That's the negative. The positive, though, is the outstanding defense. And if you're going to be a team that is going to do magical things in a season, you have to win in a variety of ways. And a lot of times, it's it seems so basic, 
but it works out this way, and it has for decades in all sports. Defense usually doesn't go into as many slumps as offense does. Your offense is going to come and go. That's just the way it is. Your, your offense is going to come and go. But defense tends not to have as many ebbs and flows in the course of a season. That's why you hear people say defense wins championships. And that's pretty much because defense can remain consistent. So that's an impressive win for the Blue Golds last Saturday at Lacrosse because it fulfills that gritty nature again. And we've seen the Blue Golds do this a few times this year. Win games in the low 50s, upper 40s, when their offense wasn't quite clicking. They did it early in the season at St. Norbert. They did it against Simpson College, oddly enough, at Lacrosse in a neutral site game. And they did it again this last Saturday at Lacrosse. Won a game that was right there for Lacrosse to upset them in. And the Blue Golds never let them get it. So good for the Blue Goals to get that get that win uh, on uh, Saturday at Lacrosse. Uh, for the Blue Goal women, that's a game that they absolutely needed to have too. They had lost back-to-back games to Whitewater and a, and a frustrating one at home to Stout. And anyone who wants to underplay what that rivalry is, <laughs> if you can somehow show them a victory. Uh, If you can somehow show them a video of the rather hearty celebration Stout had after their win at Zorn Arena last Wednesday, uh, that may very quickly change their perception as whether that is a rivalry or not. Uh, Stout with that win last Wednesday at Zorn Arena, and they celebrated. And I don't blame them for this, and they weren't showing anybody up. They very much treated that like they had just won an NCAA tournament game. And remember, look at it this way. They upset, and at the time, 11th ranked team in the nation in the Eau Claire Blue Golds. And that is a signature win for them. So they got to have that hearty celebration. But bringing it back to the Blue Golds, that's why it's good for them to come back on Saturday of last week and get the win, stop the bleeding. A loss on Saturday would not have been a fatal blow to the visions you have for what this team is capable of this season. However, it definitely doesn't help matters. So it was nice to stop the bleeding, prevent a three-game losing streak, get the win last Saturday against lacrosse in that gritty fashion, utilizing the defense in order to do it. Now, the concerning part is the Blue Golds, the offense hasn't been the same the last three weeks. The offense hasn't been the same for the Blue Golds without Bailey Reardon. Bailey Reardon, a transfer in from William Penn this year. She's been out since the holidays with a lower body injury. And since then, the Blue Golds are three and three. They're three and three out of the holiday break. And a lot of the issues you can point to is the fact the team is not scoring as much as they were beforehand, typically shooting Less than 40% per ball game. Now, it's not all on Bailey Reardon. Blue Golds had a couple of games before in which they didn't shoot that well. But consistently, they have not been shooting the ball well uh, with Bailey Reardon out of the lineup. 
Hopefully she's able to get back uh, sooner rather than later. Something we saw develop in that game last Wednesday night, the loss against Stout, but something you saw develop as that game went along was Courtney Crouch driving a lot more. And we'll see if that becomes more of this blue gold team's game as time goes on. Does Courtney Crouch take over as somebody who's going to drive and thrive, if you will? Uh, the blue golds at times have kind of lacked that penetration game on their offense this year. And we'll see if maybe Courtney Crouch is able to, to get that going for this team. You definitely saw Stout last Wednesday <laughs> use it to their benefit, hence, hence the reason Stout was able to get to the free throw line as much. They kept taking it right to the gut of the Blue Goal defense last Wednesday, and the Blue Goals didn't have anybody that was able to really counter until Courtney Crouch began to do it later in the uh, later in the game. Again, though, a difficult stretch for the Blue Goal women's basketball team. Four games over seven days. It includes a home game against River Falls, a home game against eighth-ranked Whitewater, and then at Platteville and at Oshkosh. You look at that stretch, you'd love to get all four. You'll take three out of four, too. But there isn't a guaranteed win in that, in that lot there. Uh, at home against River Falls, River Falls has been a tougher out this year, and I'm surprised they're winless in the conference. They've had some close calls. So that you, you want to get past that River Falls game because that 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 you, there's something that makes you uncomfortable about it. It's a good matchup for the Blue Golds, all that sort of thing, but River Falls is due. So you want to get past that game. Then Whitewater is going to be a beast of a game. You know that. You go to Platteville, and this is not the Platteville of a few years ago where you pretty much penned in a win. That's not the case. You couple that in with the fact it's the long travel down there on a Monday. That's not going to be an easy game for the Blue Golds. And then at Oshkosh to wind it up. If the Blue Golds don't play well, uh, you could be looking at a very rough patch here. But this is a team that is still ranked 18th in the nation. They've built up quite the equity. They've got the resume. This is still a good team. If the defense plays like it did against lacrosse, and quite frankly, against Whitewater in a loss a couple of weeks ago, they're going to have a shot in every one of these games. And you have to have faith that that offense is going to get out of the malaise sooner rather than later. This team is ready to pop again for a night in which they put 70 points on the board, or not even just put 70 on the board, but they shoot 40 to 45% from the field. Uh, Jessie Rudin is getting her points, but she's not shooting the ball particularly well. And you know she's capable of having a night where, instead of her just compiling 18 to 20 points off 20 shots, she has you know, 22, 24 points on 12 shots, that sort of thing. Uh, she's due for a game like that. Uh, I'll tell you this, if the Blue Goal women's basketball team takes all four of these next games, or even three out of the four, your mind can drift into a fantasy land where the animals speak and the pies are always cooling on the windowsill. You could really dream of a very fun February if the Blue Gold women, over the course of these next four games, do very well. Uh, staying on the hardwood, the men's basketball team, uh, they're just on the struggle bus right now. And there are sometimes periods where you're on the struggle bus, and no matter what you do, you cannot get at the stop so you can get off. Uh, the Blue Golds played well on Saturday, just not well enough 
to beat lacrosse. Did a lot of things well, but lacrosse, the 11th ranked team in the nation, did just a few more things better than them. Blue Golds had that emotionally draining and physically draining double overtime loss at Stout last Wednesday night. Uh, no deep analysis necessary. They just need wins. The Blue Gold men's basketball team just needs needs wins. And they played well, particularly last Saturday. You play like that, you're probably going to win more times than not. And we'll see if they can get off the snide this week at River Falls and at Whitewater. A couple of what you would call winnable games, not, not guaranteed wins, but winnable games for this team. And, and to be frank with you, <clears throat> that game on Wednesday against River Falls could ultimately be a game you really, really need to have. Because right now, the Wyeka still has the same playoff structure. Top six get in uh, to the playoffs. The bottom two are out of the postseason. Now, other conferences, because teams are playing a varying number of games and games are being postponed, well, not postponed, canceled because of COVID, some conferences that do a playoff structure like that where not everybody gets in, they are turning to a quote-unquote all-comers format going ahead for this year. The Minnesota Conference, for instance, everybody gets into the playoffs this year as long as you've played a minimum number of games. Don't know if the WIAC will do that. I wouldn't be surprised if the WIAC did do that because it, it is kind of unfair if some teams don't play the same amount of games and all that. We'll have to wait and see. But right now, assuming the WIAC does not make that switch right now, yeah, the Blue Golds, games like Wednesday at River Falls are games they, they really do have to grab to try to make sure that they're going to be in the conference tournament come the end of uh, February. Uh, some things you like from the men's basketball team, by the way, Brock Voigt's looking really good. Uh, Carter Brooks is shooting the ball pretty well. You're seeing guys come off the bench, by the way, and playing well for this team. Uh, Spencer Page has had a slow go of it the last couple of weeks. You know he's going to turn it on. Uh, this is not Spencer's last year. His plans to come back for a, a fifth year uh, next season uh, for this team. So this is not necessarily his swan song season, but uh, you know that uh, he definitely does not want to have uh, his senior season, this is the senior year, next year would be the fifth year, he doesn't want his senior year to go out with a with, with a team that uh, doesn't even make the conference tournament, you know he's got some big games left in him. Uh, there are things to like with this blue goal men's basketball team, and you just have a feeling that while the last couple, last month or so has been a rough patch here. Uh, if a couple things come together, this team can go on a run. They very well are capable of it. This is not a bad basketball team. And uh, continuing things on, your women's hockey is expected to get back on the ice this week uh, after they had to sit out last week due to COVID issues. Back at it this weekend, they are at Stevens Point. Uh, that'll be a tricky one at Stevens Point, a game, though, that they should win. Uh, Blue Goal women uh, taking on Stevens Point at Stevens Point on Saturday. That'll be their first live reps since that game against the Wisconsin Badgers. And staying with women's athletics, women's gymnastics is in action. On Thursday night, if you've never been to a live gymnastics meet, uh, take some time to head on over to McPhee and check out uh, Jesse DeZeal's squad. Uh, gymnastics is one of those things. If you're like me, you're not necessarily a 
huge gymnastics fan, and I don't think there's any shame in that. Uh, you don't really know how the scoring works. There's no judges determine things. But unlike any other athletic event you see, this is very much a show. <clears throat> You're going to see young athletes flipping and twirling and bouncing around, and just the simple act of what they're doing is impressive. No matter what the score may be, no matter what the, the, you know, the, the result may ultimately be, it's all very impressive. Uh, so you go watch it. If you've got a young gymnast in your life, this is perfect to bring that little boy or little girl out to see uh, the blue gold gymnasts uh, Thursday night. They are at home against uh, Oshkosh, and again, it's a lot of fun. You see all the apparatuses and the floor routines and the, and the, the pomp and circumstance of all of that. Uh, it's it's a good time. Don't, don't poo-poo it. And if you're somebody who watches gymnastics when it's on TV at the Summer Olympics, come on and see it in person. See these athletes flipping up in the air and twirling around in the air. It, it, it's very, very entertaining. Well, that'll do it for this week's edition of Blue Gold Banter. Back with you again next week as we'll update you on what is going on around Blue Gold Athletics. 